I like the name of it. It's scaling the heights. That's a good, good thing, isn't it, to scale the heights. We need to live on the heights. Uh, we're walking, aren't we? We're walking. Spiritually speaking, we're walking. And which way are we walking? We're walking up. And I'm glad for that. Uh, so uh, he wrote this book. You know, he was here as a professor in uh, what was in Bethany Nazarene College. Uh, I never tell people I uh, graduated from Southern Nazarene University because I did not. <laughs> I, I graduated from Bethany Nazarene College. In fact, just the year before I came to, to uh, here, it was Penile Nazarene College. And then they changed the time when I came here. But uh, he was there. And then uh, later, you know, he went to Mid-America Nazarene College. And he was there for many years. And when he was there, uh, one time he and his wife came out to South Africa. Uh, the Theological College that I was at that time uh, teaching and, and being a chaplain wanted to uh, combine themselves with the college here so they could give degrees. So he came out and studied and, and even was in our home. And uh, what, a, what a privilege it was. But as I was reading uh, one here the other, the other day, I don't remember which one, what day it was, uh, he had a title there, Blameless as a Children of God. Blameless as a Children of God. And he talked about how the scriptures tell that we need to be blameless before God and for others. Uh, and he made this statement to start it off with. By the way, I'm not, I'm not preaching his sermon today. It was, it was just a devotion. But this is what he said. Faultless we can never be, at least while we're here on earth. We can never be absolutely perfect. Did you know that? You can't be absolutely perfect. Uh, as I was trying to lead the singing this morning, I understood I could not be absolutely perfect. Even in a state of, I'm still quoting him, even in a state of vital spirituality, we in, we, we in to have occasional lapses and faulty reactions. But blameless we must always be. For the pure in heart are covered by the atonement of Christ and stand before God as blameless because our motives are pure. That's how we're blameless. Our motives are pure. I'm glad that we can have the proper motive. That's only, we're only able to do that, by the way, as we have Jesus in our heart. And in that also, he gave some scriptures throughout the Bible that talked about the fact that we would, should be and could have blameless lives. And so I want to look at that this morning. I want to look at those scriptures that he did. I wish I had the ability to put it up here like your pastor does, but your pastor is young and I'm old and I don't know how to do that. Uh, but I want to look at what he quoted there in that devotional, and then I want to kind of expand on it uh, and look at it. Uh, so first of all, uh, I want to look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 11 through 13. I'm not going to read them as a whole. I'm just going to break them down. I can do better if I break it down and so I can chew on it, okay? So 
Number one, blameless of heart. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 11 to 13. First in, first in verse 11, it tells us we can be blameless because we follow the directions of God. We can be blameless because we follow the directions of God. Let me read it to you. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way to you. Aren't you glad that we have God the Father and Jesus and also the Holy Spirit to guide us and help us in the direction we ought to go? You know, we get in trouble when we don't follow their directions, don't we? Uh, I've got in trouble sometime when I was driving somewhere and failed to follow the directions I'd been given to go where I was supposed to be going. But we can be blameless when we follow the directions of God. Then verse 12 tells us we can be blameless because we abound in love. Verse 12. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love to one another and to all just as we do to you. It is love that makes us blameless. We can have perfect love. We don't have a perfect mind. We don't have a perfect body. But we can have perfect love, not at our own way of doing it, because the love of God is in our heart. And then verse 13 tells us we can be blameless because we can become holy through him. Verse 13. So that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. We can be blameless because we are with him. Talks about God the Father and, and Jesus Christ the Son. We can become blameless through them. Praise his holy name. Now the second passage that he mentioned here was Philippians chapter 2, verses 14 to 15. And here as I read that, it seemed to me to tell me, Blameless in a personal testimony and a public witness. We can be blameless with a personal testimony and a public witness. Aren't you glad for that? Verse 14 and the first part of verse 15. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless. Do all things with, without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless. It tells it again twice there. This tells us we can be blameless by our attitude. We can be blameless by our attitude. We can have a good attitude or a bad attitude. But we can have the right attitude because we are trusting in God. I know that uh, sometimes it's very difficult to have a right attitude. But I'm glad that we can have a right attitude because we have Jesus in our hearts. And then the last part of verse 15 tells us this. We can be blameless by being a light in our world. Children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. He told us, Jesus told uh, told us that we need to be lights in the world. And then we need to let our light shine. And we can be blameless because we have the light of God in our hearts and lives.
And then also, uh, Dr. Messer referred to Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 to 6. In that I see this, blameless before God because we belong to him. Because we belong to him. That's the only way we can be blameless, because we belong to him. Verse 3 says this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. We can be blameless because we have been blessed by him. Aren't you glad for that? We have, how many of you have been blessed by him? I've been blessed by him. I've been blessed today by being here and hearing you singing and the wonderful Sunday school lesson we had. Aren't you glad that he blesses us? And because he blesses us, we can live that blameless life. And then verse 4 tells us we can be blameless because not only have we been blessed by him, but we have been chosen by him. Verse 5, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Aren't you glad that we can be chosen by him just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love? We have it because he has chosen us to be that way. But he, what must we do? He's chosen us, but what must we do? We must choose him and follow him. And then uh, another way is put here in verse 5. We can be blameless because we have been adopted by him, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Aren't you glad we were adopted by him? You know, some people say that, uh, Everyone is a child of God. That's not true. Everyone was created by God, but everyone is not a child of God because we have been alienated from God. But aren't you glad that we can be born again and we can be adopted and he can be our Father and our blessed Holy Spirit and Jesus. And then verse 6 tells us, we can be blameless because we have been accepted by him, chosen by him, adopted by him, accepted by him. Verse 6, to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. You know, that's shouting grounds there. We've been blessed by him, chosen by him, adopted by him, accepted by him. That's good news, isn't it? Praise his holy name. And then uh, we also look at Luke chapter 1, verse 6. Blameless in our walk with him. Luke chapter 1, verse 6. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. We can be blameless because we walk with him. We get in trouble when we don't walk with him. We try to go our own way. But I'm glad that he can give us the help that we might walk with him and we can be blameless in our walk with him. 
And then in verse Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, it tells us that we can be blameless in our entire or whole being. First Thessalonians 5, 23. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. Isn't that what it says? Completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that wonderful? That we can do that. We cannot do that by ourselves. But he promises that he will do it, and he will do it, and we can be whole in our being. And then he looks at uh, 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 14 to 18. Blameless in difficult times. Now that's uh, kind of what we're going through right now, isn't it? Blameless in difficult times. In verse 14, he tells us, blameless in difficult times because we have peace through him. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to those things, be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and blameless. We can have peace. There's not a lot of peace around us. We have wars and rumors of wars and troubles and difficulties and, and uh, the people are fighting against themselves and all those kind of things. But I'm glad we can have peace because we were walking with him. Then also in verse 15, he tells us, blameless in difficult times because of his, his long suffering. Verse 15, and consider that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation, as also our beloved Paul, according to wisdom given to him, has written to you. The long suffering of Jesus. Aren't you glad he's given us long suffering? He, we wouldn't be here today. We would not, I would not be here. I wouldn't be at this pulpit if he hadn't been long-suffering with me. Uh, I'm not going to tell you the story how I got saved before I heard that. I was 17 years of age. But I'm glad he, he had suffered. For, he had long-suffering for me. He didn't give up on me. And I think we need to be very careful as we try to pray for people. And it seems like we pray and we pray and we pray and nothing has happened. I have some people I'm praying for like that. But we need to be long-suffering like Jesus does. He did not excuse our sin, but he wanted to save us from our sin. And then verse 16 tells us, blameless in difficult times because we are taught by him. As also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things in which are some things hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction as they do also to the rest of the scriptures. But we're glad that we are taught by him. We don't have to twist the scriptures. Aren't you glad for that? I'm glad we are taught by him. And then verses 17 and 18, blameless in difficult times because we are growing through him. Verse 17 and 18. You therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with the error of the wicked, 
but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We need to keep growing, don't we? We never reach the place uh, we could, if we could uh, kind of add up all the ages here. Uh, aren't you glad for these young ones we have here? But we have some old ones here, too. But, you know, we never reach the place that we need to grow. We need to keep growing in him. And then he also referred to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 4 to 8. This one said to me, blameless at the coming of the Lord. That's pretty important, isn't it? Blameless at the coming of the Lord. Verse 4, I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which was given by Jesus Christ. We are blameless at coming because we have lived by his grace. Lived by his grace. Aren't you glad for that? And then also blameless at his coming because we have confirmation through him. Listen to what it says here. That in everything you are enriched by him in all utterance and in all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, that in everything you are enriched by him because he is in us. Aren't you glad that he comforts us? And then finally, and it's going to be final now, blameless at his coming because we are waiting for him, verse 7 and 8, so that you come behind in no gift, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall also confirm you unto the end that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Aren't you glad that one day we can go and be with him because we have walked with him, we have been filled with him, and then we're going to walk right into heaven and be blameless. By his grace, we can be blameless before God. Do you believe that? In this regard, we can be said to be perfect in God's sight. The first chapter of the Sermon on the Mount says this, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which in heaven is perfect. And what was that? If you read the Sermon on the Mount, what is that talking about? It all sounds up in perfect love. We can have perfect love in him. Praise his holy name. I'm thankful for uh, Dr. Metz, and I'm thankful for Jesus, and I'm thankful that we can experience this that we are experiencing because we can walk with him and be blameless. Praise his holy name. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you've done for us. And we pray that you continue to help us. And, Lord, may we keep walking with you and you call us home. And, Lord, as we walk with you, Lord, may we so walk that we can be an influence on others that we come in contact with. We pray for this church. We pray for these people. We just pray that you'd help us to just keep true to you because you've always been true to us until you call us home. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.